Hello, and welcome to the Brand Lab's Three Fearless Questions, brought to you by the Brand Lab, whose mission is to change the face and the voice of the marketing and advertising industry. This is Alicia Jimerson, your Brand Lab student host, and I'm here today with our special guest, Brother Ali. One of hip-hop's most outspoken cultural critics, artist and producer Brother Ali is a leader across communities and an activist, using music as a medium to speak about racial and economic injustices. Brother Ali, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. So, fearless question one. Brother Ali, when was the first time you became aware of your own race? Um, from the time that I was really little. I'm an albino, and, and my parents are European-American people um, that would be called white in this society. And um, I was really kind of outcasted and alone um, and, you know, was really treated kind of harshly being an albino in little towns, little isolated towns in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. And when I was in first and second grade, I really didn't know anybody, didn't have any friends, um, was treated really cruelly. And there was an elder African-American woman in second grade that spent her entire year at school really kind of helping me through understanding and navigating what it meant to be, you know, physically unacceptable to other people, just my presentation. Yeah, absolutely. Leading into fearless question number two, can you share a time when your ethnicity either made you feel included or made you feel excluded? I felt excluded in my ethnicity when I was younger and um, felt very included um, among African-American people from the time that I was a little kid. And so uh, there were, I just had really kind of strange um, experiences where I was with my black friends and even as a kid, we experienced a lot of the kind of things that you see on the news so much now mm-hmm. um, in terms of, you know, police or even just, you know, white citizens uh, with this sense of entitlement to power abusing them. And, and you know, me being with them, I was experiencing the abuse to a certain degree, um, but there was also, and I, there was also this reality that because I wasn't in a black body, I didn't experience the same thing that they did. Yeah. Um, so I was infuriated by that. And because of my complexion and because of my ethnicity, um, I didn't experience what they experienced. But because of my love for them and because of my care for them, it was heartbreaking. And so trying to navigate that was very interesting. And then, um, so I'm very aware of my identity. Um, uh, you know, both uh, culturally and ethnically and in terms of experience, especially I'm more aware of it when I'm among white people because trying to talk through that and be honest about that, um, you know, got me kicked out of my family when I was young, basically. And I've lost jobs. There have been, you know, jobs where I, where I really feel strongly that me talking about these things in a very nonviolent way, but just very direct, you know, um, not attacking anybody, no vulgarity, just being honest about what's going on. That's so troubling to people um, that it can be socially dangerous. So moving on to our fearless question number three, how have you seen diversity impact your creative process? I come from the hip-hop experience that still understood it to be a black folk art. Now I have this fan base that isn't from that. I also have a, a, a white fan base. I, I do have a fan, uh, 
you know, respect and fans within the traditional hip hop community. Um, but, you know, the, the bulk of the people who pay me money to rap are young white kids that don't understand the, the history of hip hop that I understand. You know, these are some of the things that personally I encounter by being loyal to the truth more than I'm being loyal to money. Now, in a business setting, that's very problematic. And this is why the business world is the last to change, because, yes, they can be diverse and say, look, and that's almost a, um, a marketing point, that, you know, they, they put all of the, 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 they make sure they have a black face on the brochure yeah. or in the commercial. But in terms of real power and in terms of, like, really shifting the face of power, uh, it's a very different thing, because in business, it's all understood in, in this context. We're here to do whatever makes the most money. And so if, if us telling these truths and if us restructuring things like this means that we don't make as much money, then it's out the window. Yeah, I completely agree with you. Well, thank you, Brother Ali, for answering the Brand Lab's three fearless questions today. Thank you. I appreciate it. This has been the Brand Lab's Three Fearless Questions, produced by students of the Brand Lab, who participate in classes and internships aimed at changing the face and the voice of the marketing and advertising industry. To continue this conversation, use the hashtag 3FQ and learn more at thebrandlab.org fearless.